Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula, Byron, uh, I can't even remember your last name right now, and Bobby Maximus. Uh, we, are yeah. by, we are sponsored hey. by 10,000. Uh, go to 10,000.cc, uh, use the code um, Maximus15 to get 15% off. We're also sponsored by Lalo Tactical. Use the code Maximus50 to get 50% off that. 10,000 makes it close. Uh, they had to make Byron a custom 4XL or something like that. She's big after This is short. why I they'll don't do like this. This is why. They love, their, they love their clientele. And Lalo <laughs> makes shoes. Uh, Byron, I have no idea how big your feet are. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess it's from some other Size six. He's got tiny little feet. Tiny little feet. Other things I've heard about you, but um, yeah. So Byron, we want to talk to you. How was your trip to Tulsa on Saturday night? You were there for some kind of like Republican convention or something? Yeah, man. You know, uh, I had my MAGA hat on. It was was great hanging around my people. You know what I mean? All right. You guys party. I'm talking about. Sounds like you got a little little jealousy right there, buddy. Yeah, I wish I wish I was there. I actually had my outfit. I had a I had a Harley Davidson T-shirt, Wrangler jeans, and a MAGA hat. I was ready to go, but I didn't I didn't make it. So. Yeah, you know, um, you, you don't seem like you're the only one. There, there's a lot more people. <laughs> yeah. than a lot of folks didn't show up, huh? Hmm. No. <laughs> well, I heard it was because all the K-pop stars were were buying tickets on TikTok. <laughs> so explain to me what happened on TikTok that like people. So, the, 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 so there was some post that went out, and this lady was like, "Yes, everybody, flood them with requests to come. Flood them with requests to come. Make them want the biggest arena in the world, uh, and then don't show up." And that's what people did: is they were just like, "Yeah, I'm totally interested. I want ten tickets, whatever they could get." Uh, but when it came time to uh, to actually purchase said tickets, they just all backed out. And so you had, you had the, the campaign guy going like, oh, yeah, we had a million people requesting access. And then like only 6,000 showed up. You know, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. God bless, God bless the people that did this. This is great. I love online trolling, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a plan. What a country. What a world. What a time to be alive. So let's talk a little bit. We were talking before we went online about Byron, you might be getting shut down again. Tell us what's going on in the lovely city of Houston. Hey man, uh, I don't I, I hope we don't get shut down again. But yeah, it's like people don't know how to act. Motherfuckers can't wash their hands, can't stay out of people's faces. You know, so we, we got some record numbers going on over here with COVID. It's like we're kind of comfortable with that now. Well, I, I, I think the whole mask wearing thing has been interesting because there's been a lot of dialogue, even just in my neighborhood. And everybody's like, well, I, you know, wearing a mask to me is not political. But and, and here's my point, like you can be a Republican and a conservative and not an asshole like they don't all go hand in hand. So it's not a, it's yeah. not a, a, a political preference thing here. It's a whether you're an asshole or not thing. And if you're an yeah. asshole, you tend to go to one end of the spectrum versus the other, but you're the ones who are ruining it for everyone right now. Yeah, you're going to be an asshole no matter what, whether you're right yeah. or left. Yeah. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's a lot on both sides. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, tr- the truth is, is generally somewhere in the middle, and we can't seem to, to, to understand that. No, no. Got to go to extremes because the middle doesn't sell. Yeah, so, Byron, I have a question because I've heard this, like, grumblings of this, 
if they force you to shut down, are you going to shut down? Or are you just going to say, fuck it? Oh, my, uh, first of all, my pockets aren't that deep. So, I mean, you kind of almost got to listen. Um, and then hope my, my clients can can uh, afford to continue to pay me as I send them workouts and, and we, we do what we did the first go round. Um, but what's helping us right now is, man, we're really pushing a, an online and virtual system for our clients and then for other people who are interested. Hopefully that'll keep us afloat if uh, we can't get a hold of this thing. And, and I'm hoping um, that within the next few weeks we've figured something out that can at least stabilize the numbers uh, so we don't have to go and, and sit our asses down again because let me tell you, I almost lost my shit sitting inside, man. <laughs> well, do they yeah. do they have like? Do you guys think they have the bandwidth to actually find people and find everybody? No, like there's got to be. It, 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 this is this is this is just like prohibition, right? Like they're gonna say, okay, all these gyms have to be shut down, but like people are gonna be meeting in alleys and cornfields yeah. outside of town. It's gonna be like bootlegging workouts. Here's 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 my my thought process behind all of this. My thought process is that a lot of people. The people who are coming are still going to want to come. The people who don't aren't. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's it, what, to me, what I find uh, interesting is that, hey, you can work out outside in groups. Just don't work out inside in groups. Um, and the last I checked, it's just a matter of being in someone's, in someone's face. Yeah. So whether it's outside or inside, it, it, it really shouldn't matter. Um, do you think there's a do you think there's a big difference there too? Like if you got a great big garage door open and you're just kind of like under a roof, you know what I mean? Like what constitutes inside versus outside? Yeah, you know, like so, especially when you get down south where you don't have like a harsh winter. There's a lot of places I've seen that are just like a concrete slab with like a gazebo roof and it's just open air. Like does that count? Is that cool? Like where do you draw the line? Hey man, if they if they use the uh, the definition that they use with uh, open roof stadium. It's still indoors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? They, yeah. The open roof stadium is still an indoor stadium. Yeah. <laughs> retractable roof. Okay. I mean, whatever you say. Um, so, well, you know, man, it's just it's weird um, watching people walk around. And I have, I have clients on both ends of the spectrum, um, and, and they're doctors. Some doctors are saying, you know, the numbers are skewed. Mm-hmm. You know, and then someone like, no, this thing is real. And again, I'm one that it's in the middle somewhere. So I'm just going to continue to wash my hands, um, keep a keep a reasonable distance away from everybody, and uh, don't kiss strangers. It's a good policy. <laughs> you know what I mean? At any way, though, like I, I, <laughs> exactly. I, listen, I I learned long ago if it's warm and it's moist and it doesn't belong to you, don't touch it. Okay. Yeah, you know, some people don't get that, but I understand totally. And the, the other, the other, the other thing is, we're about to get shut down by Europe too. Yeah. I, I read somewhere, heard somewhere that they don't like the way that we're dealing with this, and that there's going to be no more Americans allowed in Europe. That, that says so something. Why do I even have a passport? I might as just just use my passport to wipe my ass. Yep. I think oh, that's man. more that's more political than anything, if you ask me. I don't know how legit uh, their concerns are, and I wouldn't blame them. I mean, clearly our administration has not been able to get a foot on this and is in complete denial over it. So I guess you get what you get. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and uh, you know, Texas, Texas tends to, to, to 
side with our current uh, powers that be. Mm-hmm. So if, if if the national government is taking it lightly, then Texas is going to take it lightly, and you see what's happening. Yeah, so, Florida too, right? Yep, yep, exactly. So Byron, let's be serious for a minute. Nobody cares about your gym. Um, <laughs> I, I care, Byron. I care. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares about the Maximus gym. Nobody cares about Joe Sabula doing what he does. Are we going to have football? This is the biggest concern. They, they think in my so. Right now. They think so for sure. Right. Oh man. I don't I, know if the players agree. <laughs> and then, we, and yeah. I don't know if you saw today, Byron Avery, Avery Bradley, who who's a yeah. key member of the LA Lakers. He's not going. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not going. At all. They lost him. They're gonna they're gonna try to replace him with your guy J.R. Smith. Um, we haven't seen for two years. Um, <laughs> <My God. laughs> he's coming out of, uh, I, don't know, I don't know where they're going to find him, but this is like a huge blow. And Dwight Howard's talking about not playing. Trevor Ariza has pulled the plug. Like these aren't like small time players. Right. I mean, we yeah, haven't these, had are any, these are difference makers. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't had any stars pull out yet, but I think it's a matter of time. Well, I wonder if you if you get enough of these guys, like you call them difference makers, right? A bunch of those yeah. guys bow out like the superstars know. They know they're not going to do it with scrubs. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, in all honesty, who's going to pay to see Avery Bradley play? Mm-hmm. You know, so he's a difference maker for a team that's going to win or lose. But when, at the end of the day, this is a money grab, mm-hmm. right? This is what this is about. This is we need to get back to playing ball so we can make some money. These owners are losing billions of dollars, right? So what do we do? We need to get these guys to playing. Nobody is wearing the Avery Bradley jersey walking down the street. Yeah. Right. So that's why they're like, "Hey, let's just go get J.R. Smith." J.R. Smith's name, in my opinion, when it comes to watching the game, people will watch J.R. Smith over Avery Bradley just because it's J.R. Smith, and we yeah. know there's comedy coming with him. <laughs> yeah. Right? So. Well, well, MLB is playing though, right? So, like baseball players have agreed. MLB, so they got they got a yeah, partial see. I don't know what you want to call it. It's not even a half season. But I also think like baseball. I mean, you're not standing right next to guys all the time. You know, there's right. there's like it's easier to make precautions. Basketball, you're right up in each other's face. You know, football, right. your hands on the whole time. I mean, so right. I think the sport yeah. depends too. Like I'm okay with them playing golf. They don't need giant crowds around. And you can still have a golf tournament, but, you know, eh, I don't know. Even, even that said, Joe, what happens when the first player gets it? And what if oh, it's right. a player who's, who's really good? And what if they get really sick? Like, most people are fine, but they get COVID. But what happens if a, if a person with a name, let's say Bryce Harper, let's say Mike Trout in baseball gets really mm-hmm. sick and falls into a coma? They die. They lose a leg like like all the horror stories I'm, I'm i'm hearing about man i i don't know if they can stay open like i'm i'm feeling like we're gonna have i think the sports leagues are gonna try but i think we're gonna get about two years without sports here well and i think there's there's something i've been saying from the beginning here there's also this liability thing something like that happens some some professional athlete like you said something happens he loses a leg to this thing his career is over you think he's not suing the league for making him play you know, like what, what are the protections? What are, where does that, that end? You know, I, I go into a, a, a restaurant here in town because they said it's safe to open and then I end up catching it. 
and I bring it home. Right. And, you know, I, I live with two elderly folks and one of them gets sick and, and passes away. Like, where's that liability? Do I have to sign a waiver literally everywhere I go? If I step out of my house, like, am I assuming liability? Like none of that's been determined. None of that's been talked about except for the very highest corporate levels, you know? Yeah. And they're just, they're just begging for protection before there's any more stimulus checks coming out. And that's what's been holding that whole thing up. Yeah. You know, um, I'm just anxious to see, well, I, I just want to see one, one player. That's all it's going to take is one, Yeah. one big player to say, you know, nah, it's not worth it. And, and once that happens, then I think the other ones will have the confidence to be like, you know what? You're right. Let's just go ahead and sit down. We got other things to worry about. Basketball, football, baseball will be there. Here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. We're not, we're not going to have NBA this year. We might not even have it next year, but what we are going to do, we're going to re-release NBA jam like classic. And that's how we're going to get our fix. We're good. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I really, uh, I've been okay without it right now. It, it, it's forcing me to do some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be quite honest with you, man. Without sports, man, I have gotten more done with with our virtual stuff, the programming, as far as improving the gym, than I probably ever would have. That's two hours, three hours a day. Yeah. You know, if not more, when you look at a weekend um, of doing something that's that's uh, productive. Yeah. And maybe maybe what we end up doing is you know replaying classic NFL games on Sunday for a season. Would, would anybody even really know the difference? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would. I don't like that stuff. I've, I'm not the guy who does the ESPN classic. Yeah. If it's not new, I, I know the outcome of the game. I know who's going to win. I don't <laughs> it's like watching, watching a movie 10 times and pretending you don't know what's going to happen. Like, I know. <laughs> I always wanted to do that, though. I wanted to have like, a, like Indiana Jones, but this time the Nazis win. <laughs> it's, it's like, you don't know. You know Which one are you getting? You don't know. You got to keep watching. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. Byron, I got to ask you about Tillman Fertitta, another one of your guys. I just want to know why you always attribute it to bad stuff to me. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Where, where does this list come from? Well, Tillman, Tillman Fertitta, last time I was there, Byron was singing his virtues about how he was Houston's greatest citizen. That is not true, but go ahead. I will let you continue talking. I think you also took me to a Tillman Fertitta restaurant to try and support the man. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. But go did ahead. we go to a Tillman? Did we eat at a Tillman Fertitta restaurant, Byron? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Down down the street from the gym, we ate at a high top, had a burger. Tillman's cousin was okay, in there. Okay. Time out. Time out. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> that is his cousin, but that is not a Fertitta restaurant. His cousin happens to be one of our happens to be one of our clients and members. So okay. I support those who support me. All right. right. He spends his money with me every month. So I can yeah. go and buy a burger or two. Okay. So Tillman's a big <laughs> Trump supporter. He's he's a big Trump supporter. Do you have a moral crisis supporting anything Tillman does? Like with the Houston Rockets? Uh, this is going to rub some people the wrong way. Uh, listen, I cannot, I have a problem supporting people who don't um, have, have the best interest of me and what I, what I find important 
um, as well. So um, you can, if, if you're not supporting me directly, um, I, it's difficult for me to, to have your back on something like that. So yes, um, do I love my, my city of Houston? Yes. Can I support Tilma Fertitta? At this moment, I have to say no. I think he's distracted. Hey, you're, you're, nah, he's muted. Byron, sorry, I was, I was yeah. muted. You were right. I, my little dude was, 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 he wasn't acting right. But in, in two months from now, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and P.J. Tucker have led the Houston Rockets to a 3 nothing lead in the NBA championship. You mean to tell me you're not rocking you're not rocking Houston Rockets gear? Let me tell you something, man. I appreciate you telling me that you think I can be bald. <laughs> okay. Just you're a lifelong Rockets fan. Man, I'm a lifelong black man before I was a Rockets fan. Okay. <laughs> so with that being said, the Rockets did kiss my ass. At the end of the day, the Rockets, the Texans, and the Astros do not pay my bills. It's entertainment like a movie. I can turn that shit off just as fast as I can turn it on. Right? And so for me, it's always substance over that stuff right there. And they won a championship. Hey, I would, if, if I had personal relationships with those guys, I would be like, yo, congratulations on your success. Mm-hmm. But I'll be quite honest with you. Some of the team can suck my dick. Oh, I should not say that. I apologize. He can kiss my ass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a motive. Okay. That's strong emotion is what that is. Well, right I, admire, I admire your passion. <laughs> but, but I mean, the, the reason, for real though, I'm, I'm kind of doing this to jest, but the reason I'm asking you is because there are all kinds of moral stuff in the world right now that people are having to go back and forth on. Like for the coronavirus, for example, like I'm not going to go to a grocery store. I'm not going to go to a gym but I really want to go to the park with my kids and people are trying to find ways to justify all kinds of stuff. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's the same thing. Like you have a guy like Tillman Fertitta in Houston, you may not like him, but, but now what you have to hate the Houston Rockets. Whatever else. You but see, but see, it's not about hating the Rockets in my opinion. It's about hating the, what the owner says, like, I don't hate Tillman Fertitta as a person because I don't know him, mm-hmm. right? But what I, what I don't like is the fact that you support someone that I feel is not in the bed, that does not have the best interest of me and my community at hand, right? It's the same thing when it comes to businesses. People talk about, yo, that's an innocent business, right? But that innocent business has placed itself in a community and it has taken from that community for years. And when that community needs it, it does not give back, mm-hmm. right? That is the issue that I have with, with, with really all of this. Is it's not that um, that they're there. It's be here. But if you're going to be here, provide something. Someone made a, a comment to me yesterday talking about, I was listening to Ice Cube. And in the song, he makes a point. He says, don't fuck with the black-owned stores, but hit the footlocker, right? He was talking about the footlockers in the community. And he was like, you can't just go and burn down an innocent blah, 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 so on and so forth. And I said, okay, I get your point. But you got to understand, I said, what did Foot Locker bring into the community? He had the nerve to say, yo, Foot Locker brought jobs in. I said, bro, they pay minimum wage. That's not even livable. So if you can tell me what they did besides hiring teenagers, no adult can go and work at Foot Locker. Yeah. So if you're telling me that Foot Locker did something to benefit the community, I'm going to tell you, you out of your mind. You're nuts. 
Why can't I work at the Foot Locker? You can, but just make sure you got something to feed your kids on. Because other than that, you ain't doing them a buying beans, and we both facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the point. Is um, when you talk about people like Tillman Fertitta, I haven't seen him do anything that is just obvious. Like, like he's he hadn't done anything. You say, hey man, he's a racist. Or he really doesn't like black people, right? I can say he's a businessman and maybe siding with Donald Trump is the best interest of his business, right? And supporting that is in the best interest of his business. So because of that, you support a man that I feel, like I said, this is what I feel. I feel he doesn't give a shit about black people. I, give, I believe he doesn't give a shit about anybody that doesn't look like him, right? And he spreads, you know, hatred. Byron, I don't know if that's true, though. I'm going to take you to task on that. Didn't I see a video uh-huh. once of Kanye in his office with a MAGA hat saying that the MAGA hat made him feel like a superhero? What's your point? I'm waiting on you to call me to the cat. What, what did I do about Kanye? Well, if he, was, if he was racist, why would he have Kanye in his office wearing a MAGA hat? Man, everybody. <laughs> 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 well, that was a good one. Y'all almost got me. you and i both know uh you know kanye is kanye and i'm gonna leave it at that he is a musical genius but who is everybody's gotta have their one because mm. you gotta use you gotta use them <laughs> Does your mega hat make you feel like a superhero and like you have powers? <laughs> hey, here's my mega hat right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just no. want to know. You know, because you, know I mean, you and I were actually talking about this the other day. We're kind of convinced that Trump got the job and he didn't want it. And now he has tried everything he can possibly do I'm to praying. get hired. And he cannot no. get fired. And here's, here's what I'm hoping, Byron, before you even react, imagine this happens. Okay, just imagine this is a, a, a possible future. The dude loses the election. About a month after he loses the election, a book comes out that is an expose of everything he tried to do to lose the job and how no matter how horrible a human being he was, somebody on the right was constantly supporting him. Where he's like, I tried to deny a pandemic existed and these sycophants in government still backed me up. I started a race war and threw tear gas at Americans and still they supported me and wanted to vote for me. That's what's wrong with this country. You got to open your eyes, America. Now, if that happens, I'm going to sing a different tune about that. man. But listen, here's the crazy part. Was it, was it you and I, Rob, that we were talking about yesterday when we were talking about that kind of? About who? I had just talked about about Trump like not really wanting the job. Like yeah. we watched this guy, I think, and I like I said, I could be wrong because I'm not that smart. Uh if you just watch him, it's like he he's doing stuff on purpose to get in trouble and like nobody's like taking him a task on it. The dude yeah. the, the 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 images of him getting off of that helicopter from that uh, rally in Tulsa, how he just looks defeated. He doesn't not, like necessarily just look defeated. He looks like he's just tired. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I don't want this. Like, can y'all come, please come and take this. 
You know what I mean? And it, and I'm not shocked if he's like that. If that's him, I don't know if he wants the job. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really don't think he I wants. Feel the like, job. I feel like maybe he got up at that rally and he's like, "What's the worst thing I can say that's going to get me fired? I'm going to call this shit the Kung Flu." Yeah, this and is I'm going to double down on it. This I'm is going to get me fired for sure, and people cheer for him. Yeah. 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 And 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 Joe, like I said, if he comes if, if an expose that comes out and he's trying to like listen, I was trying to show you guys how fucked up this country really is mm-hmm. and y'all just couldn't see it. So maybe now if I write this little book about everything that I did to show you that how fucked up y'all are, y'all'll believe me. Yeah. And then everybody who's against him wouldn't be like, yo, that dude's a genius. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody who was for him is gonna be like, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be glorious. I, I hope it happens. This is my prediction. Yeah. The hopeful little future I live in. But yeah, hmm, we'll see. Because I, I kind of picture it, Joe, like our kids, right? Like, you know, Beans. Beans goes and starts a fire in the backyard, and then he doesn't get in any trouble. In fact, he gets a reward. And he's like, well, shit, this didn't work out. I'm trying to get myself grounded. Fuck, I'm going uh, to go smash the furnace with a baseball bat. <laughs> Man, dad, dad bought me cookies after I did. What am I gonna have to do? Then I come home with windows broken. No, no, here's here's what it would be: is he's like, I'm gonna try to piss dad off as best I can. He smashes the furnace with a baseball bat, and Lisa comes in and protects him. You know, and he's standing there like, I smash it with a bat, dad, do something. And Lisa's like, Oh no, we can't punish him for that. <laughs> and then he's really gonna be fucked. Like, who did what? <laughs> Uh, well, that that is that is I yo I I I, I would be that I would pay some of some shit like that. Yeah. That would be a great Netflix uh, documentary. You know, I don't want to I don't want to float this out there in case somebody steals the idea. But maybe we should produce a little show like this. Maybe we should just do our own little satirical. This is a you know alternate universe ending to this presidency. Byron, would you buy the book? Would you buy it? <laughs> oh, then, then I will feel played on both levels, man. Like I'm giving you my money, man. Like, oh shit! You know, you know what? I, I I, here, here's here's I it, it's a contract. I will buy your book, but you are going to disappear for the rest of my life. I never want to see your face again. Here's your million bucks. Go live in the Hamptons and never come out. You're done. Oh my god, man! You know what? I would wait. I will wait for someone who I I know and trust to buy the book, read it, and tell me, yo, B, you need to go get this book. Then I'll be like, okay. I I played you all. I I did everything I could to get fired, and I could not. Oh, my God. Uh, Listen. Goddamn Donald Trump, you fucking... Yo, it's people. It's, you, I'm sure you got Trump supporters or even just some damn trolls listening to the podcast. So, um, yeah, let's let's fuck Donald Trump. Everything about him. Uh, sideways with a broken broomstick. Byron, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you're gonna you're gonna make me lose followers again. One, one day, Byron, you're gonna take the kid. Wait, 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 whoa, wait, wait, hold on, wait. 
Did you just say, I'm going to make you lose followers again? Yeah. <laughs> again? Wait, I did that? Did you not, did you not see the shit you were posted? I did what? that. It's <laughs> all Byron's fault. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Are you know what I'm waiting for? You say, you people. <laughs> you people made me lose. Say it. Go ahead. You, you know, Byron, I'm, I'm going to let you know when I when I refer to you as you people, I, I talk to you people who are naturalized United I don't have anything to do with Trump, anything to do with the election. I am just a lonely Canadian scared adrift at sea overseas in a different country. Blame me for it. <laughs> you know what I mean, Blame Joe? They are going to send you back, Bobby. <laughs> I'm going to be done. Blame me for it. That's uh, all good. That's all good. Back to Canada. Canada. You got uh, the fabled Canadas. <laughs> you damn, you damn snow, you you damn snow Mexicans. <laughs> you know, put a to you, snow Mexicans. That's that's really, what the president said. Yeah, that's that is what hurtful, he said. That's a hurtful thing to say to me. Hey, I, I, I didn't say it. That was that was that was your boy, good old Donnie. <laughs> Do you know that this is not how I really talk? I have to work every day when I'm out in the United States because I live in fear to hide my Canadian accent. If an A comes out or a boot, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm getting drafted. <laughs> uh. mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna get you. I'm gonna tell them where you hit, where you where you live, where you at, gym, everything. Mm-hmm. You're getting, they'll come get me. <laughs> come get you. Ice is and coming. Fly Winter is flag. coming, Bobby. Winter is coming in the form of ice. They got your number. Well, if if I'll tell you, if the, if the states falls apart, we we can head back to Canada, and I can get you guys okay. green card. Justin Justin from back in the day owes me a couple of favors, so I'll hook you guys. <laughs> He, he's a huge MMA fan. Our paths may have crossed, so I'm, I'm going to hook you guys up with some green cards, Byron. You want to move to Toronto? Hey, man, I'm game. I'm game. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm definitely game to uh, get up out of here. I don't know if I want to go that far south, Bobby. You know, I, I remember, Joe, when Byron's favorite basketball player went to the Raptors to have the best years of his career, Hakeem Olajuwon, the Byron bought a Raptor What are you smoking? <laughs> what are you smoking? He loves Drake. It's his favorite singer. Who loves Drake? You? Who loves Drake? Everyone in Houston <laughs> loves Drake. Is there not a very, is there not a very, okay, is there not a very significant Drake in Houston connection? That, but what do you? What does that have to do with everybody in Houston loving Drake? I feel like I feel like people in Houston love Drake. Listen, there is a very significant connection between Houston and human trafficking too. That doesn't mean we like it. <laughs> Did you just say Drake is just bad <laughs> human trafficking? <laughs> no, you said that. I'm just letting you know that you can't say that just because we have a connection with Drake that we love Drake. Now I don't hate Drake. I'm just saying. I'm not just riding around like he's a he's a Canadian before he's a Houstonian. So, okay, so I was I, I was looking at your playlist the other day, and you had some Drake on there. So I feel like you love Drake. 
are you also going to deny your love for Marilyn Manson, something called the Spando Ballet, and the Pet Shop Boys? How many times do I have to tell you that my Spotify playlist has people, uh, about five people who have access to my Spotify playlist. I don't even listen to Spotify. Okay? Then why when I log in, why when I log in, because you're the only person I follow on there, is it your face and it says Byron is listening to? I just told you because people have access to it. It's Byron's account. It's Byron's account, but other people are using it, so it just displays as Byron. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in in terms that a Canadian can understand. Your mortgage may be in your name, but you still have other people living there. Okay, I'm just saying the account is in my name, but other people use it. This uh, this sounds this sounds like that Shaggy song. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. It wasn't me. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't me. I feel like I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you know. It wasn't right, me. Guys, I'm trying to tell you. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about? I don't even know. Is there anything else going on in the world we need to address? Hey, oh. hey, hey, I want I want to address this one police officer that came out, was it yesterday or the day before, that uh basically offered uh ass whoopings to people because he says people or hide, or the heat, that people come at them because they're hiding behind the badge. You know how people are like, hey, take the uniform off. Mm-hmm. Little box, we can do all this. Have y'all seen this? I have not. Oh, oh yeah. I, guys, I am enraptured. Do tell, Mr. Byron. Yes. So this this gentleman swears that, hey, man, uh, people are just talking shit. And that nobody will run up on him, you know, because he got all these big muscles. I will. I, I will say this. Let him run up on the right one. I got somebody down there in Houston who's uh, right here, 5302 Cornish. I don't run from him. I don't care if you're a police officer or not. We are not talking about all police officers when we talk about these issues, right? We're talking about the police officers who are full of shit because I don't have a problem with police officers. We put that out there, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about the people, as we've said before. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. Joshua, what, what are we listening to? I, uh, I I looked that's, up the video. I want to see this. That sounded like Ben Shapiro. Are you listening to Ben Shapiro there, buddy? Yeah, well, I'm watching. I'm, I'm listening <laughs> to the thing now. See this play. And calling him a bitch and a punk and take that badge and gun off and let's fight. So here's my question. A lot of you clowns like to do that. Y'all really think we hide behind our badges and guns, and a lot of us, obviously, we, we can't fight. That's what y'all think, right? Okay, so how about if we come up with a system that the officer signs a waiver, you sign a waiver, and put your camera down, we put our badge and gun down, and let's step in the ring. Getting very mad at protesters. Let's see how many of you would actually sign up since, y'all, you know, you feel like we're behind our badges and guns. Me? I'll sign a waiver. How many of you gonna step in the right one <laughs> and challenging them to a fight? I, I just I love that you turn your cameras off. We're gonna go into that shed for five minutes. Anything goes. You hear me? Anything goes. <laughs> hey, so you, you you heard that part, but then he 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 comes back with a post later. He's like, now now wait, now listen. I was just talking about those who said who those clowns. He's like, I'm being specific. I was just talking about the clowns that said. Listen, man, 
This is not about that. This is about yeah. police officers have to understand this, right? If I'm in a gym and I'll use one of, one of Bobby's uh, examples, if I'm in a gym and I got a bunch of clowns, idiots in here who are mistreating people, hurting trainer, hurting clients, and me, I don't care how good of a trainer I am. If I don't stop that, if I don't call them out on it, I'm I'm a part of the problem, right? So when we sit here and we're talking about these police officers who are doing this stuff, and it's not just and it's not just black people, but like again, I'm a black person, so I can only really talk about the issues that that I shouldn't say only, but right now my focus is on black people because the numbers and and the chances of that happening to me are, are much more staggering than someone else um, Shit. hey byron i'm i'm really distracted so this guy has put out this call to fight right right and now a bunch of nfl players and pro boxers are yeah. Yeah. they they want this so uh devin devin haney said gladly welcome you to a beating Damon yeah. <laughs> um, said that imagine in 2020, y'all still out here thinking muscles means you can fight. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Damien Woody wants a piece of them. Miles Bridges, <laughs> we can do this whenever you want, boss man. Uh, Matthew Jordan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eric, who's that pro boxer, says, I'll beat your motherfucking ass. Um, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco is jumping on board. My, yeah, yeah. my, my question is, this guy's pretty brave behind like a YouTube, because I offer to fight people online all the time. But yeah. what, what happens when the illegitimate son of Clubber Lang, otherwise known <laughs> as Deontay, Deontay Wilder, shows up at, at his man's door? Yeah, yeah. See, be careful what you ask for is all I'm saying. Yeah. You want to, okay, Billy Badass, let's show you. But on another yeah. video, he's like, wait, I got pro boxers coming at me. I got these athletes. He's, he's crawfishing up out of there now. I don't I know. Actually, no, we bro, can, stay up in there. We can bring this full circle, Joe, make some money. I want to broker a fight between this man <laughs> and the man Byron's pledged to fight in the episode two of the Maximus Podcast Live, Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't think you can even sell tickets to that because it's not a fight. It's just a beating. It's one of those things where people people be like all excited. And then as soon as it started, this crowd would just die down and everybody would kind of start second guessing their life decisions. (laughs) I'm going to pay for that. I want to see that Can you imagine this guy just talking smack on the YouTube and Mike Tyson and Deontay Wilder show up at your door or even worse, John Jones? (laughs) Oh man. Like a whole lineup of guys. You know what I mean, Byron? Yeah. You run the gauntlet, throw George St. Pierre in there. Just like a whole (laughs) list of dudes that are ready to fight this man. Yep. So you just got to be careful what you say. So with that being said, Listen, don't walk out here and just be talking that shit. Right? You be okay, yeah, we said it, and we're talking about those police officers who are out here talking shit and hiding behind a badge. We are out here talking about those police officers like the ones in New York who are throwing up the little white power uh hand signals hiding behind a badge, knowing that people can't get to them. 
because they're protected. That's what we're talking about, right? And so don't don't run scared when you talk that shit, talking about we're hiding behind a, a badge and a uniform, and then people call you out on it. Now you want to be like, oh shit, no, I wasn't, I didn't mean that. There are a lot of people out here with hands, and a lot of them don't look like they got muscles, but they'll put them paws on you, as we say down here, mm. right? Well, and why why stand up for the guys that are? You know what I mean? Yeah, just like, just why, be like yo, well, yeah, exactly. There are guys that hide behind their badge and they and they're walking right. around like bullies. Like, yeah, why would you want to stick your neck out for those guys? I don't need Mike Tyson jumping down my throat over those guys. Like, eat those guys. I'm not going to. I'm going to tell you why they do that, Joe. Because because they're actually part of the problem. To shit. You only talk that shit because you know you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll fight you too. And then I'll go back to doing the bullshit that I was doing. Right? You don't talk like that if you are sincere about your profession. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I became a police officer so that I can protect and serve. I'm not out here to turn off my cameras and put these hands on you. That's thug type of, be- uh, um, of mentality. That's thug yeah. behavior. So that tells me what you do when well, you yeah. are on duty. I mean, that's what they're getting called out for in the first place. So, like, there's no, yeah. there's no graceful way out of it now. Now well, all you're doing is telling me you're, 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 yeah. you're actually turning your cameras off or you're actually meeting people. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the hell up out of here with that shit. I hope <laughs> they do run up on this door. <laughs> oh. What what would your reaction be, Byron? What would your reaction be? You hear like on your door and you just open it up like who's here? And it's Mike Tyson out there and he's just like this. I'm be like, no, Mike. you got no idea. You're just like. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. Mike, I got some. I got some weed, Mike, because I know Mike likes to smoke. Mike, I got some weed. Oh, you look hungry, you man. Know, you look hungry. <laughs> I got some weed. You can smoke some weed, and I'll feed you. And then I'm gonna call my people and be like, "Yo, man, I need some. I need some weed because Mike is over here gonna, gonna kick my ass if I don't provide." Right. Um, but yeah, nah, man. Like, Ooh. come on, man. That, that that bothered me. So, um, my police officers, my first responders, man, just be 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 aware of what you're saying and, and the message that you're sending out here to people. Um, because that that now now you can really look at these dudes like y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of thugs. If you gonna put a message out there like that, yeah. right? And the fact of the matter is, somebody gonna run up on you, and I'm not afraid to. I'm not saying I'm the, I'm the world's greatest, and I ain't been. Uh, I haven't got my ass kicked, but you're not going to sit there and talk to me like I'm mad. I'm a grown-ass man before I'm in. So why well, don't you talk to people? Byron, you'd be glad to know I've been doing research while you've been talking. The the man has apologized. He, he, is, he has clarified his statement. That he, he, did not challenge, he did not challenge anybody. He did not challenge anyone black. He did not challenge Black Lives Matter. He only was challenging clowns. He wasn't challenging people who've been boxing for 300 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh well. I'm glad he. I'm glad he came to his senses before somebody knocked some into him. Holy shit! <laughs> like this world is is man. It's oh, good. Oh my I god! Just, I just, like, <laughs> it's so funny. What if somebody looked? You know the whole Mayan calendar year two thousand thing. What if somebody just looked at it and they misread that shit and it was actually 2020? I heard that. It's 2021. They were dyslexic. It's next year is what we got. Yeah, we're getting ready. Yeah. Got to hear with that. 
<sighs> you know, Byron, coincidentally, back back to that fight thing, because I'm still on this. Do you know I've given I got a lot of threats in my DMs and comments, and I've given up my address multiple times, and shockingly, no one showed up at my gym to take me up on my offer. I'm not shocked. Not shocked at all. There's a bunch of cowards. Listen, <laughs> you you and I both know this. People who can really fight don't walk around talking about let's fight. Yeah. Right? So people who really can 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 put these hands on you are not gonna be these tough guys walking around saying, Well, I'll meet you over there. No. You're like, you know what, man? No, it's not even worth it because you they know, know what really happened. Byron, I, I actually disagree. I'm gonna send you some Deontay Wilder clips. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> like he threatens a lot of people. In the ring. In the ring. I'm talking about he's not walking That's... in the streets like I will kick your ass. Yeah. Doe Byron, he he has threatened reporters, people. He he's a little unhinged. Now the the other the other part of him though is he's a God fearing man. The Pope named him the world ambassador for boxing. <laughs> With yeah, well, I sent it to Joe immediately because it yeah. seemed like he was wrong. <laughs> I don't think that was the whole thing. He was he was he was planning on killing some guy in the ring. He kept talking about that, and then it's like that week. <laughs> Pope is like he's the world ambassador for boxing, saint right. of boxing. <laughs> oh my god, they they got a new saint. I didn't know that. Yeah, we sent you the link, Byron. He won some uh, kind of award. He's the ambassador for boxing, world peace, or something like that, and it's disturbing. Uh, oh well, guys, that's what we're in right now. Hopefully, we'll be here uh, next year, continuing this, and the world hasn't ended. Yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, you, you, you keep working like the world's going to go on forever, but you, you pray like it's going to end tomorrow, all right? Oh, God. <sighs> just don't let me go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on what, what part of the week this all goes down. <laughs> just don't let me go to hell, please. I'm sorry. I'm repenting right now. Uh, uh, You're done. You know, Byron, I'm going to play something before you go. This is Deontay Wilder talking to a reporter. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Hopefully this will play here. Good grammar and spelling are important. That sounds like you. That's exactly what I would expect. Here we go. You, you said that your people have been fighting for 400 years. Oh, your people stole it. I want you to explain what you mean. Stole. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all all know what I'm talking about, man. Don't sit up here and try to bait and not know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what the fuck I talk about when I say these things. Your people too. Explain it. I, I don't have to explain what's understood. Radio Raheem, I don't have to explain what's understood, man. You know what I mean by that. You know what I say about it. I ain't got to go farther. And if nobody, if anybody don't understand it, then God be with them. Go look up the history. Go look up the history. Hey, don't everybody believe in Google? Go Google that. See what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, man. 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 It's fighting people. You know we've been fighting for and still fighting to this day. To this day. To this day. To this day. Hey man, listen. To be fair, he did not threaten anybody in that video. 
Byron. He was just he, angry. He was angry. You know, when he took he off his when he took off his glasses and his watch, I was extremely fearful for that reporter's life. Well, oh, oh man, I'm just saying, he did not threaten that reporter. If the reporter is insecure and believes that Deontay Wilder would attack him, then that's on the reporter. Deontay Wilder's a, he's a God-fearing man. And we you don't, you don't think. You don't think he he would he would attack that man? What's your what's your verdict on that, Joe? Just given wow. some of the yeah, other, Joe. given some of the other things I've heard him say, I can't really. I'm just I'm gonna just suspend judgment on that one. I'm just gonna suspend because he has said some pretty uh, some pretty straightforward. I will kill that man kind of stuff. Yes, he's angry. I think he's capable of doing more than just talk. Well, the, we're not talking about what he's capable. We're all capable of killing someone if, if things came down to it. But I see what I'm saying is he's capable. Here we go. Put it past him if he just heal and hit that guy. What's that? Here we go. I can't wait. Like I said, he's like a fly in my ear. I can't, I can't wait. We're going to get him out of there. It's going to be in a dramatic fashion. The fashion no one has ever seen. His life is on the line for this fight, and I do mean his life. I like I like reggae, all types of reggae when I'm training because you know reggae allows you to move. And in boxing, you need the movement, you need the agility, you know, the feet work. So I love this, and I put my put my, my radio station um Pandora on Bob Marley. I just let it go. Man, I enjoy coming to Brooklyn, you know. They, they said, the people said they've adopted me. So when I come here, my aunt's name is the Bronx Bomber, but they say I'm the Bronx Bomber. So, you know, I, open, I, I welcome it with open arms. Look, I have some of my most dramatic knockouts here, right here at Barclay, at the Barclay Center here in Brooklyn. So I'm looking forward to adding that more to my resume come Saturday night. Would you have a preference of fighting the second time or Joshua? Because, I mean, when it comes, it comes, you know. I want to get them both out of the way, so whatever order it comes, it comes. I'm sure you guys will be happy. A B A C A B B. The man is nice. <laughs> he went from the, the man's life is on the line to, oh, also, I like reggae. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice man. All right, so to summarize this, he goes on to say he wants to murder somebody in the ring. And let me remind you, Byron, that the, you're, the guy that you're lined up to fight, Mike Tyson, he once knocked out an old lady wait, wait, in an elevator wait, wait, for groceries. Wait, wait, where the hell did I come? How am I lined up to fight Mike Tyson? What the hell do you know? We... <laughs> We talked about this in one of the podcasts, Byron. <laughs> I'm not fighting that man. No, I know. This is black on black crime, as y'all like to say. Yes, I said y'all. There's no sense. I'm not, no. I'm not fighting black, no. Mm-mm. Not gonna happen. You know, you talking about? You know, I'm going to pull some strings to people I know. I'm going to bring Mike to Misfit, and I'm going to point 
to you with your backwards hat and is say, Hey Mike, I think that guy's wearing a MAGA hat and I'm just going <laughs> to get my YouTube out. Yeah, buddy. You see how fast I turn that shit around? <laughs> Me too. You, Jack. Mm-mm. I am not yep. fighting Mike Tyson. That is a man. He is a loving uh, man. Has you, He's grown. Right, he is not the same crazy. I will eat your kids, Mike Tyson. I, you know, I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that statement. I feel like he has actually gotten out of that mentality. I think you can't hold that forever. You think that yeah. kind of crazy? Mike Tyson. Goes away? I don't know if it goes away. Yeah. I'm saying right. it's possibly tempered he has by control of it. At this point, yeah. Byron, let me remind you. Let me remind you. I might. I might be a little rusty here, but I think the full quote was. I'm going to rip your kids' hearts out and eat them, praise to Allah. But he's also done some really good comedy in the meantime. Like, he's been in some films. He's made fun of himself. He actually sat down and talked with Holyfield about that whole thing. That was, like, that was a big deal. So, like... All I, all I know is, though, if he's in the room, I'm not making eye contact. I'm not making any <laughs> movement. I'm walking out of the room backwards. Um, I'm calling him sir at all times. Oh... Uh. Well, no, not me. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I'm not fighting that man. Like, stop it. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thank you guys. Fuck. We're we're out, Byron. I might send that cop to your gym. See if you can handle it. Listen, listen, man. I ain't gonna run for him. I can promise you that. He ain't Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your man's got to have his on it, Byron. I, I can, I can respect that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I know when to say, you know what, man, Mike. Now I was just playing. I was just playing. I ain't really want that. <laughs> Shit. <You know> I mean? <laughs> it's all good, fellas. All right, guys. Why well, I love you. I'm gonna go. Likewise, brother. Eat some pancakes and Doritos for lunch. Good Who eats pancakes at, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Bobby Maximus. Who do you think? Me? He eats like a toddler. Is there a <laughs> bad time? Is there a bad time pancakes, Byron? <laughs> You're right. You're right. I apologize. That was just not a smart comment. You're right. You're absolutely right. Listen, uh, if you're if you're feeling a little bit sensitive about your weight, I suggest you go to the grocery store and get yourself some of that Halo Top ice cream. They make it for people like you. <laughs> so you mean people like me? So that so that you can that you can eat your ice cream with me. <laughs> I'm not eating ice cream. Abort, Bobby. Abort. <laughs> oh, hey. Listen, God damn. Yeah, it was good. It was good. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm right, no enough. enough. I'm out. I'm out. No. I'm out. <laughs> You could be sitting there in your in your 4XL custom-made shorts, eating your Halo oh ice cream, completely guilt-free. Oh, my Just God. Loving life. Oh. Fucking hey, Chuck Norris. <laughs> are, we, are we done yet? We're are done. We done yet? I'm, I'm clicking I'm the stop gonna... record button. This is over. I am not I am not here for any more of this uh this uh, brutality. You okay Byron, you you go in your halo ice cream and your fat free licorice or your fat free <laughs> Swedish fish candies, whatever you eat. You're good. Oh boy. Ah uh, yeah. All right, fellas. <laughs>